0: Hi, I'm Megan Gilger, and welcome to the Friday Meditation. Hey friends, this is a little late, isn't it? (laughs) I'm usually on these things, but man, this week has been one for the books. (laughs) I don't know how else to say that, but, and it sounds like when I mentioned it on Instagram, that you guys felt it too. And so I almost wasn't even going to record, to be honest, because I, I didn't have much that I felt like I could really give. (laughs) And, but to be honest, like here, here's the deal. Like I have been navigating this whole, basically since the, I don't know, the second part of january we've been kind of deep in it more or less how it all culminated or has culminated thus far we'll hope that we have hit the hit the end of it <laughs> was i was finding myself last night driving in a blizzard on extremely icy roads to pick up mike and my mom because Mike was there at or Mike was at the hospital because he fell his head on the ice. He was totally fine, thank God, but we had to go get him checked because you just don't mess with head injuries. So, um but he was there and I had to drive him and drop him off because my mom was also at the hospital who we had also driven and dropped off at the hospital because she didn't want to drive on the roads. My mom has been spending most of her time at the hospital while she's also living with us. Because my dad, who went in for a surgery two weeks ago, has um he had to go back in, and it's been a pretty rough go for us all. We've been in it pretty deep for two weeks, and it hasn't been easy and I am a super positive person. I am always looking i'm always looking for the growth moment, the growth points, the things that could be better, but it's been hard. And I'm driving a car that doesn't have a headlight because it's also brand new because somebody pulled out in front of me on an icy day and I couldn't slow down and they were being reckless. And thankfully I was okay (laughs) and my son was okay, but there's so much to be thankful for. But just feeling that moment of being like, okay, we're in the middle of a pandemic still. <laughs> oh and uh, but my dad is trying to get better. He's got six incisions in his abdomen, and we're hoping that he can come home and at some point, and you know, everything feels like it's couldn't get any worse. And here I am doing that and but what is so beautiful about it all and is, and cause I set out this, sorry, this is rambly, but I set out this year and I gave myself nothing other than just the question of continually asking, isn't it beautiful? And even as I drove and dropped off Mike and at the hospital and thought, you know, you know, you think about the worst things. I mean, I think that's natural. You go through this moment of fear naming in your head of all the things that could go wrong. And, you know, even saying in the darkest point, like, is that, was that it? Like, and I know that I'm not alone in these feelings that we've all navigated or will navigate things like this. This is part of being human. Hopefully it spreads out a little more for you, or maybe it's better to just take the shot all at once. I don't know, but I feel like I've been doing that. And, but I think I asked myself as my kids are babbling and talking to each other in the back and I'm trying to not fall apart, you know, because I don't, my youngest or oldest feels all my emotions all the time. And so I, I have to protect him in some way and I'm listening to them talk to each other about monsters and I don't even know what else. I don't remember particularly, but their little voices were so sweet. And I just thought, isn't it beautiful? Even here in this time, in this moment. And I found myself just crumpled a little bit yesterday and I didn't have all week. I thought, oh, I'm going to have the energy to put this together and I'm gonna be able to do it and frankly it didn't come and I did write a little meditation it was about the full moon but I don't know if I'm gonna read it today because I think I think honestly like I think we just need to realize that we're all kind of going through stuff I mean I can't tell you the number of messages I've gotten in the last week of people just saying oh my gosh this has been hard this has been a very hard winter. And I love winter. I deeply love winter. I believe in its healing energy. I believe in the fallowness of it because of how that fixes so much. But I also won't lie that this winter has deeply challenged me and I have found myself in moments where I said, if only spring would come. But I know better than that too. And I know that I'm also not ready for spring. I know that I have to go through this. And and I think that's hard. I think it's hard to say I need something and it's painful and I need to keep going in it. (laughs) But it's also okay. I think what I kept looking at when I was going through yesterday, I was asking myself, and even just this last couple of weeks, to be honest, like it's really been one thing after another since we got in that car accident and which was honestly on the last full moon week. And (laughs) so maybe this is like completing the cycle. I don't know, (laughs) but I'm looking for patterns and that's okay, I guess. But I just kept asking myself, how can I care for myself? Like, what is it that this moment is teaching me? What is it that it is revealing and showing me? And I, I've i thought so much as I've gone through this process of watching my dad go through this difficult time in his health and what I hope is a difficult time. and And then we'll see a beautiful other side to it. But I've been watching and realizing how precious life is in this deep way that i thought i understood but everything during this cycle of the last 4 weeks 5 weeks has been reminding me of that and i don't know why that is maybe it, it started when i turned 35 and i like doubled that age and i was like okay in 35 years i'm going to be 70 and like that realization of like i'm not getting younger like i I don't know, I like took that really deeply when I turned thirty five in January, and then you know, getting in a car accident that thankfully was minor, and the car is still drivable. It just needs a new headlight and a bumper. But <laughs> I sat in this moment of just like complete like shock and complete like reverence for life and gratitude and also frustration because getting car parts right now is like so hard and basically our car won't be fixed until summer. But, you know, it's a small thing in the grand scheme of it all, you know? So I just, I just have like really been wrestling with these things deep inside of me and navigating them. And so just, I came back from dropping my dad off after he got done with his first surgery, which was scheduled. And making sure my parents were good and, you know, made them some dinner. And then I came home and everything. And I felt just, I started crying at the table with Mike after the kids were finished. And I, I was saying, I was like, I'm just want to make the most of it all. Like, I don't want to, to do things. I don't, I don't want to hold back in life. I think when I was just watching it all. and not that I think my family did that. It don't feel like that at all. My dad, I mean, the week before I was on the ski hill with him and he did 35 turns down one hill. Cause he was like, I'm going to see how many times I can do this. It's who my dad is. He, he always loves that sort of stuff. And so does my mom. And so, you know, I think watching them, I just felt gratitude and thankfulness of like, these are my parents. And also that life is so precious once again, and that we only have so much time and what are we going to do with it? And it was just like that sort of deep realization again. And now we're here in this whole thing, you know, where my dad ended up back in surgery and it's, it's been a lot. Um, but, and we hope that it just can go smoothly from here on out. I think that's, now the hope and or as smoothly as possible, and I just like I've been thinking so much about moments in life and how times pass, and I don't know. It's just like it's been this whole like circle of perceiving life in this like way that I don't know if I have. Before and so, I'm thinking about all this, and there's few things that are coming out of this moment in time, this wintering of self, and it's a couple questions: is like, how, what am I going to do with this new feeling? Like, what am I going to make out of feeling overwhelmed by the gravity of life, so to speak? And that's not an easy question to answer, obviously. Then the other thing is how can I better care for myself in times like this or just in general? Like, I feel like I do a pretty good job, but in the depths of winter, it can be pretty hard because I find so much therapy and connection to myself and everything being in the garden. And I don't have that. And I supplement that with other things like cross-country skiing and going on hikes and things like that. But what else can I do? You know, is there something else? Is there I'm trying to deeply listen to that inner voice and what my body's telling me. And it's been really interesting because I've heard a lot of the words rest and sleep. (laughs) And so I've been focusing on that a lot. And so reading books, reading things that bring me joy and not being on social media, I think it's been social media has felt like a place I don't want to be because when I think about what do I want to do with my life, it doesn't involve that and if i'm honest <laughs> and so it's like okay i think i can hear my priorities in a new way and i want to just live in it you know like be fully here and it doesn't involve distractions and some distractions you know are necessary but you know i did catch myself a few times like Scrolling mindlessly, and I was like, Nope, I need I'm gonna be feeling this, I'm gonna be in it, I'm not gonna escape it because escaping it doesn't fix it. And but feeling it and going through the tunnel of it is how I fix it, and it's how I learn, and it's how I grow, and how I can endure these hard things. And so it's been cool. The other thing that has come out of this, and I listened to a podcast from Brene Brown not too long ago. She did about from Atlas of the Heart. And she talked about how when we ask for help from our community, it isn't a burden. It isn't that we're burdening somebody, but instead we're letting somebody in. And so yesterday when I was just like really struggling, I called my neighbor to see if she could help and she didn't pick up, but she called me back and i figured it out, figured out some stuff. And so I didn't need what I had called her for, but we talked on the phone and she made me laugh and just like released. She walked me through the tunnel and sometimes that's all we need. And I realized in that moment, like we grew more connected. I realized deeper, the sense of the, the community aspect and like I had a couple of friends text me and say, can I bring you food? Like, what do you need? Like, and just that reaching out connects you. It makes you feel the ability to be vulnerable with one another. And that's where connection happens. That's where, that's where we connect deeper to one another. And I just had those words from Brene going through my head and to shout out to Brene. But I think that's something else. And so I've learned that in the depths of these moments, there are opportunities, you know, and we see this in the garden, we see this happening, we see this um, unfolding, you know, we talk, I talk, I'm talking all this month about companion planting. And the reason we companion plant is to create communities of plants that work together to help one another out. And so when they ask for help with their root system, they're letting that other plant help them they're not burdening that other plant that other plant is completely capable of helping them and just having friends that said you know i'm in how can i help what can i do and it it connects something deeper and so i don't know i i think i'm like trying to work through this this chapter right now and trying to figure out what is it to take away? I could easily sit in this moment and feel completely crushed. And believe me, I have. Yesterday, I leaned over the table and just was more or less almost on my knees because I just didn't know even where to go. I didn't know what to do. I felt overburdened over the emotions were too high. And I, I had carry emotions way deeper than like the average person, I realized. But it just... I think I, I've i been noticing, I think, that there's something more here in these moments, in these times of winter, of our souls, when the, that north wind is present, and it feels, it brings anxiousness, anxiety, and stress, and shifts and movements. It It can do a lot of things, but it also rattles things in us that can be repositioned, rethought about, renewed even. And I'm seeing that. And so I always hate getting in these moments. Oh God, don't we all? But where is it beautiful? Where is it good? And I know that some people don't want to talk about that. Like it feels like it puts it down, like devalues the pain or whatever. There's a lot of conversation about this, but there's nothing wrong with acknowledging something's challenging, but also asking, how am I growing? I don't believe that that's a bad thing because that's how we evolve, that's how we adapt, and that's how we work through things that. I don't know. I I think it's how we're intended to work through these things. So I'm sure that I am not alone in this. Your struggles may be completely different right now. They could be, I don't even know what, but I know that I have an inbox full of people who have said, I'm not alone. You're not alone. Like I'm in this too. And so if you're with me, like, I think my question is, is exactly that. Like, where is this, like, what is, where is it beautiful? Where is it good? Where, what are we here? Why are we in this moment? What is it bringing to us? And so in that, I think that's normal for February in some way is to feel that sense. So that's our meditation for today. <laughs> and I think that's a good one. I know that it feels better to just talk about, to just release it, but with the way that also puts us into a direction. I feel more directed just talking about it. So I hope you enjoy this deeply vulnerable experience (laughs) today, but um, next week we have a lot of exciting things. So I can't wait to talk more about companion planting. I love my work. It's gotten me through all of this and it has been the one thing that has not been stressful. It has been life-giving. So I love showing up here with you guys. I love doing this and everything else I do every day in Professor Exchange. So thank you for supporting me and being here because it's a light in everything. So until then, my friends, I'll see you out there.